Sheboygan's Rock Station, 106.5 The Buzz, getting through over four decades of non-stop rock. On the phone, uh, getting ready for UFC 199 this Saturday night. Fox Sports 1 for the prelims, pay-per-view for the main card, fighting in the co-main event, the California kid, Uriah Faber. How you doing today? I'm doing good, man. Just uh, focused on making weight and getting ready to rumble here on Saturday. Now, there's some uh, different weigh-in rules this time around. I was uh, reading a story. Can you explain how any of this works? Yeah, basically we have a, a, a larger window of when to make weight. You normally do a, a weight where you're out in front of everyone. It's, you, know, you have to report to the arena, and then you have to get on the scale and, and make the weight there. And that's usually around 4 o'clock. And now we have the option, if we want, from 10 o'clock, Two o'clock to make weight at our hotel, and then we just do a, a symbolic weight, you know, weight performance where we go stand on the scale, even though we're not making weight. So it's actually really nice for the fighters. We get an extra however many hours to recuperate and uh, feel good and, and get ready for a fight. Now it sounds like it's a little bit safer that way. Um, any reason why they haven't done this in the past? <laughs> I think they're just learning more and they're, they're being progressive about sex with the fighters. I know that. Um, you know, your brain is is surrounded by fluid and, and making sure that that fluid is all there is very important. I think that's kind of the motivation and, and uh, you know, the process that's brought us to this point. Now, is staying at bantamweight uh, kind of difficult for you? Some guys seem to, uh, you know, up and down in between fights. You seem like you handle it pretty good. I do handle, handle it well as far as the weight cut goes, but, um, I mean, it's still a very difficult process. I get up to about... 163, 164 at my heaviest, and uh, and then cut down to that, you know, almost 30 pounds. Now, what do you miss the most when you're cutting weight as far as uh, eating-wise? Oh, geez. You know, I don't have, I, I eat kind of the same in or outside of camp, but uh, some things that I go without, I mean, some, some vices of mine, I would say garlic fries, nachos, and vanilla ice cream. Those are, those are three things that, uh, I definitely don't have during camp that I would like to have, uh, you know, on the regular. Now, how did I know nachos were going to come up with the California kid being involved? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we got some amazing Mexican food in in California, man, from from San Diego to the Bay. Now, uh, kind of a hometown fight uh, this time around being in L.A. Uh, Does that uh, change your mindset going in at all? No, I'm just excited for performing Cali, man. This is my this is my spot. You know, born and raised in, in uh, California, Santa Barbara, Sacramento, uh, all over the northern coast. I mean, I love this place, so I get to represent my in my place. Now, third time around with Dominic Cruz, um, different approach this time around, kind of the same as kind of old hat fighting him at this point? Uh, I think it's fairly similar. I feel like we're both pretty instinctual fighters for opening and, uh, you know, creating creating opportunities and and uh, you know you just have to go out there and, and capitalize it. It's not like uh, there's a set game plan that, that I that I have to go for. It's just being aggressive and, and using my offense and, and being the better guy. Uh, talking with the California kid Uriah Faber, uh, fighting for the Bantamweight Championship Saturday night pay-per-view. Of course, prelims on Fox Sports One. Now, Uriah, 37 years old. How much longer do you feel like uh, you're going to be in the octagon? You know, hopefully not into 40. I feel amazing, though. I, I, I definitely have had one of my best camps yet, and it's a testament to a lot of different things. This is the first time I've ever used 
supplement. I, I, I started taking Purist Labs, which is an amazing company that um, you know I, I really feel comfortable with. Right after workouts, right before workouts, um, and it's, it's made a, a a big difference. I can feel the difference. So um, that's one thing. The other thing is the team right now. My team is just on point. We've got an amazing coaching staff, and the the morale is high. And um, we've got all these young guys. I don't know if you got to see Cody Garbrandt, but he just put a, a clinic on, you know, the other day for uh, the main event. He knocked out Almeida in, in the first round. So we've got all these young, hungry guys that are keeping me sharp. Well, always good to have them around you. Now, you talk about supplements. Uh, how, like, scrutinously do you have to read the labels on that stuff in this day and age? You know, I, I sat down with the formulator of Purist Labs, a guy named Brandon, and I sat down with the, the USADA officials and the uh, commissioners and, and you just make sure because like I said I've never used anything not even not even a uh, not even caffeine up until this this, this last year and uh, and so you know just on top of having a great health and being intelligent about the way I train um, getting the, the most advantages I can nutritionally has, has been has been a nice change and it's definitely the, the best stuff the purest stuff and I don't have to worry about uh, I don't have to worry about anything illegal being in there ah well always a good thing all right now of course it it wouldn't be an interview if i didn't take the time to ask you last year uh you have spent a lot of time with conor mcgregor being on the opposite side of him on the ultimate fighter he had a bit of an altercation uh backstage at the mendez fight assuming he ever returns to the cage is that a fight you'd be interested in i think so that's the money fight these days uh conor and i think you know his biggest advantage over me would be he'd be a little bit bigger, but everywhere else I'd feel great. Uh, I'd be ready to rumble, and, and um, you know, sounds like he's got some opportunities in the boxing world, but let's let's keep it real. Let's come back to where, where he, uh, he set his mindset as a young guy when his pride was involved and, and come back to mixed martial arts. Now, that whole thing seems a little on the crazy side to me. I mean, would he have a prayer getting in the ring with Floyd Mayweather, do you think, in a, if it's a straight boxing match? Well, you know, I don't think a lot of people understand how much boxing we do as mixed martial artists. You know, we train two to three times a day, and boxing is a big part of it. And I feel like, you know, a guy like like uh, Connor comes from a more of a boxing background than anything else. And uh, again, going against the best guy in the world and possibly history in boxing, I would say the chances aren't very good. But going up against uh, a regular high level boxer, I would say, you know, there's the chances they're really good. Um, you know, Connor has knockout power. It's not like Floyd never gets hit. It's pretty rare. And uh, and like I said, he's, he's, he's been a student of the sport, but um, you know, it's real hard to bet against Floyd, especially when Connor's been mixing up his training with jiu-jitsu and wrestling and all the other stuff. Uh, I think he'd have to take a couple years to really focus on boxing. Well, I do, we'll see what happens maybe a couple of years down the road. All right, one more question on Saturday night. Uh, it's a solid card, two championship matches. What do you think is the best fight on the card besides your own? Um, you know, the Max Holloway fight and uh, and Lamas is an exciting one. Those guys both are creative and young and scrappy and, and like to like to get uh, crazy in the cage. So that's an exciting match. There's also Clay Guida. And he's fighting a guy, Ortega, who's, uh, who's a young up-and-comer and plays a, a, a crafty old veteran that, that has been training his butt off. And 
He always has wild fights. I'm looking forward to that one as well. Now, I was gonna, has Clay Guida ever had a fight that you wouldn't describe as uh, just somewhat nutty just because that seems like him, you know? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, I think the guy's pretty much at a rock concert in his own mind when he's, when he's going to battle. He's running to the cage. He's, uh, you know, got his hair flopping around everywhere. He's, he's headbanging. He's, he's, he's all about it. Well, it's a tough act to follow, but I think you guys can pull it out once again. Uh, all right, before we go, do you have a prediction for yourself for uh, Saturday night? I'll be winning, and it'll be uh, hopefully a finish early in the fight. Gotcha. Early finish. Get that night done quick. All right, thank you for taking the time, Uriah, and best of luck. All right, the California kid, Uriah Faber, once again, Saturday night, UFC 199, Rockhold versus Bisping, two championships on the line, prelims, get going on Fox Sports 1 at 6 o'clock. If you missed part of that interview, you can, of course, check it out in the podcast section at 1065thebuzz.com. More nonstop rock on the way.